0: Yep, we back at it. Homegrown radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast. The homegrown homie has returned. Yeah, the original. Yeah. The original One and only. Dom Kennedy, man. Yeah, from the West man. Side with we we love. Back, man. Three. Yeah.
1: We back. We yo, still in
0: it. Yo, you got you got so many uh first and foremost, you got so many projects out, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the third installment of obviously with West Side with Love. Yeah. Um how do you now like assess like with the metrics and, and how it's going as of right now? Like do you do you look at it like have a certain anticipation when it comes out, like how yeah. how it performs, or do you even pay attention to shit like that? What um, do you look at I look I listen to like fan reaction. Okay.
1: You know what I'm saying? Um I look at like when you go. Offline, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do people react to you in the street? How do you know, listen to key things that people say if yeah. they appreciate the music, if they're enjoying it, if they're able to use it, if it's making a significant impact in their day, yeah, in their lives? You know, that's the telltale sign for me. You Checking know? those boxes, yeah.
2: I, I want to say, um, I want to say first and foremost, I want to keep and I was saving this till we talk because I've I seen you a couple times, yeah. Uh, in the streets, yeah. But I fuck with this album, bro. yeah. Good looking. And Thank I just you, wanted man. to tell you, Thank like, you. Yeah. I just wanted to tell you that, like, <laughs> publicly because yeah. you know I, I have been very critical, yeah, in the past of you. But as you should, man. But bro, this I really fuck. I was, I think I, did I sent it it in, in the, the group, group chat? chat. Yeah, I yeah. sent in the group chat. That's how you know yeah. it's real because it yeah. wasn't on Twitter. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> <a> <laughs> group chat, the group chat. Like y'all heard this dumb shit. Yeah, bro, this shit hard, and there's some slaps on there. Like it's something for everybody on there. Like, and I just, I'm really like. I feel like you took your time with this shit. Mm-hmm. Because I think, like, um, what was the pro- what's the joint project called? Uh with you and uh hey Hitboy, courtesy half a male. Okay. When when that project came out, I was very critical of that one. But I think it was just like you and you and him doing like y'all shit together, uh-huh. right? This I felt like this is dime in his back. Yeah. For like sure. it felt like you took your time. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we all been through a lot of shit over the last two mm-hmm. years, but like I feel like this was one of the moments where it's like, okay, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to sit down. It's not really feature heavy like that. It's mm-hmm. a few, but yeah. I feel like you really went in there and and thought about it a lot. Definitely. Is that is that that's the case, right? Definitely. definitely. I, I, I got that sentiment from the album, but I just wanted to tell you like this yeah. shit.
1: No, I appreciate it. Um, It was definitely a conscious effort. It always is. You know, sometimes things go in your way a little bit more, but I had to... You know, I was fortunate that I worked with Hit Boy closely on my album, but he really started me down the path of of creating from the West I Would Love Three. You know, right. so it wouldn't be no from the West I Would Love Three without my relationship with Hit Boy. Really, but after yeah, for sure. But after and after that moment, I I decided to your point to take it all the way. You know, the art yeah. and the presentation and just you know, sew up everything that I possibly could. You know, I've had I've had good days. I've had bad days. I put out. Multiple projects. It's the third from the West Side Would Love. But, you know, all the way up until it released, like, I was definitely on the edge of my seat. Like, personally, you know, because I had put so much into, like, the producers I work with, the feature. You know, every little part of it. I wanted it to show that, you know, I care. You know what I'm saying? OPM, like, we care about... You know the music game, the rap game, how it looks across the world, but especially in LA. You know,
2: and valet, bro. I know people fucking. Uh, that. I was just bumping that. People fucking way, with that, bro. That, bro. With these Go the looking. girls. Yeah, I, I'm gonna run that shit tomorrow night at the club. But yeah. like I, but <laughs> that it. shit, like it's slap. And I, it's what to me, and this is just my own opinion. I don't look to Dom for the slaps. I look right. to Dom for the for the art and for the right. like for the project, the right. body of work, right? right. This shit slap though. Yeah, like you got a couple of them on there. Good looking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, The valet slap. I think it was. Man, it's
0: my shit. Yeah, walk away. away. It's my shit. I I love that one because I connected. Yeah. The connected project that don't get talked. Yeah, people don't talk about that. Quick, sugar free. I had to get his
1: approval before I could even make a move with that, man. So shout out to Quick, man. He definitely was that a text or was that a phone call? A text saying a song, a phone call, like. He he listened to it immediately, like months and months ago, and I knew I was gonna have to put on the album. And I was I was getting the final songs and I was like, Well, I gotta tell him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <It's>,
2: uh, <laughs> what you yeah. mean? So yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I
1: mean? I gotta clear it or tell him, and he was like, no, you good. Like, I love it. I love how y'all yeah. use the song. Like, do do that, do your thing, you know? It was like one of those, and I felt really good about it after that.
2: The Quentin Miller feature. Yeah. Um. Was that something that was already a part of the, the? Was that was that him bringing you something, or was that you bringing the idea? No, to him?
1: that was us working together at here boy spot. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? That was a what? Like Quinn, he from Georgia. You know, shout out to Quinn Miller. So he didn't know the connection that the record had, but me and mm-hmm. him was like this being this LA one of them... kids, and, and you know what I mean. Yeah. And DJ Quick yeah. lovers, we like excited. Like, oh, we yeah. flipped the quick. It's banging. <laughs> and then Quinn in the room, and he just jump on it, and we yeah. like, oh shit. And so, you know, I remember just telling him, like, I gave him one pointer. I was like... End of the verse, just say, Don't walk away. Yeah. And he didn't even understand why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cause yeah, he don't yeah. know the original song, you know, but I was like, please just say that. And that's gonna be able to tie it all in. You know what did I'm saying? Did quick
2: hear the version with him on it. Or? Yeah, yeah. He oh. heard it how it came out. Okay, yep, for, sure. for sure. For sure. That's what's up.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Not only did he clear it, he gave you that blessing, like, "Yeah, you you for did sure. it right.
1: Like, yeah, you don't have to worry about nothing, exactly. It's like, amazing. go ahead and do your thing. You Bro, know that's what I mean? Fire, dog. Yeah.
2: Now, um, also, the other the other thing that stood out to me on the project, it felt like um I, I wanna say it was on I think it was on the last song. No, it was on the come it was on come home. Yeah. It felt like you was opening up a little bit, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying, like really expressing your thoughts, being and I felt like the first half of the project, it was like, okay, this is like, this is Dom. Mm-hmm. But then it felt like the second half of the project, it was like, oh shit, like you got some shit to get off your chest. Yeah. You For know what sure. I'm saying? It's starting sure. like if you after the intermission, was that purposely done? The uh the intermission in mm-hmm. the middle like that? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yep. So I didn't for misread sure. that.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I had an intermission. I try to have one on every album yep. I ever put out, but especially on From the West Side of Love. So, yeah, that's that's a purpose-driven you know, driven thing, for yeah. sure.
0: Why, why, why did you know Right Now was the time for three? Man, honestly,
1: when, you know how... You know, we are... Got things that we... It's like how the world move and then what we want to see happen. Mm-hmm. So in a perfect world and how I was seeing it, it could have came out a while ago, Got but you. I took more time, to your point. You know, I, I i had a great album. I had a lot of dope songs, but I was like, you know what? When I was talking shit and I was thinking about it and I was like, I could drop it in the summer and then someone was telling me like, just be quiet and work on it a little more. You know what I'm saying? And learn a little more lessons and, you know, watch Nas... Finish his album, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was things I had access to where I was like, it's not going to hurt me to learn and to just, you know, chill. Exactly. How, you, you feel me?
2: How long do you think you took to make From the West Side of Love 3? Like, how, like from from the first song I had concept? I so many
1: songs that I didn't get on the album, but let's say the first song I probably recorded maybe about when I first got, when I first told Hit Boy, I did a song called Candy Paint, right, that didn't make the album, you know, um, and uh, I, t- I looked and I told him, like, man, I think I could do it. I think I could make from the West Side of Love 3. And that was probably, like, 18 months ago. Wow. Damn. Yeah. That was probably, like, 18 months ago. So, since then, immediately when I dropped Rap and Roll, whenever that was, even right before that's that where I probably first got the initial thought to, like,
2: I could do it, yeah. you know? It's going
1: to take a while. I'm going to have to find the right music. Mm-hmm. And it takes time to make anything, you know? Well, you
2: hesitant at all to do, like, sequels? I mean, even from two... To three because I never people thought, thought, always be. Yeah.
1: I never would have thought in my mind, especially because the first one, 2010, second one immediately, 11, 2011. 10, it's a yes, while. Wow, it's yes. 2021, about to be 2022. Like Boys 3. I didn't have to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I didn't have to. It wasn't no reason to. But the spirit of the music and how I was feeling, it reminded me of why I made the first one. Oh, which is why. As wow. an individual. Because I wanted to... I was seeing a lot of things that... Okay, it was a void in the rap game. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I first started making music in 2008, meaning putting out music, and then up until 2010 when I dropped from the West Side with Love, I just felt like it was a spirit missing. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a perspective missing. And then over the last two years, let's say 18 months... Prior to today, I felt I started feeling the same way again. Like you know what, it's a perspective missing, and mm-hmm. all of this, it's subjects missing, and mm-hmm. all of this, it's beats missing, in all
0: of this. You know, that's and kinda, I that's felt like had have I had a, to
1: play the role in being able to, you know, bring yeah. some of it to the masses.
0: That's got to be a certain level of discipline to be an artist and 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 want to put music out, mm-hmm. but then kind of say, now nah, you know what, now nah, that that perspective is being said, let me hold off and let yeah, go oh, off. Oh yeah, for you know sure. What I mean?
1: I have so many songs, man, where I'm like, you know, I was telling uh, um, another guy, up-and-coming rapper, I'm not going to say his name, you know what I'm saying, but he was talking to me the other day, and he was like, yeah, I like this and this and this, and I was trying to explain to him, like, man, you know, I had a lot of things to choose from, Mm -hmm. but it was because of what you said, like, You know, it was a conscious effort to provide something that wasn't there, not to be repetitive or do what everybody else is doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And And play and play a certain role. You know, in the rap game, it's like important to me. And I feel like honestly, I'm at my best and I could be of service the best when I operate in that space.
2: When when's the last project you dropped before Rap and and Roll? roll? That That was that was when? I don't 2020. know. It was 2020. It was 2020. Like, I feel like it was June of 2020. Set, 20, yeah. It was, Maybe it was, September. Yeah, it was in the middle Something of the pandemic. Like that. Sure. It was in yeah. the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. So, um, what you call... I want to go back a little bit because you was on... You were on the Big Shine album. Yeah. You Detroit too. Shout out to Big Shine. Yeah. Uh, the Still I, Still I Rise. Yeah. The song with Big Shine. The outro. Um, was that a hit boy connection, you and Shine, yeah. or you already had a relationship Definitely. With? That was... Um,
1: I mean, you know, hit boy at this point, that's like my bro. So I could tell you... You know, we've been working since. We had the same manager at one point in, like, 20, 2009, right. 10. You know, he was on the first From the West Side with Love. So our relationship goes back a decade plus. Um, So at this point, it's like, even if it's not a Dom Kennedy song or something that me and Hit Boy working on, I still could be at the studio. You Facts. know what I'm saying? And I'll be there when, like, nah, I'm on Benny the Butcher album, Facts. you know, in the same space. Meaning, like, when it comes to Sean, like, you know he's a he's a smart individual, so he knows who does what. He making hit boy album, and it's just one of those things where it's like I hear him do a dope verse, and then I'm like, you don't have no hook. Let me try something, right? Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sitting right there, and he like, shit. If you, do your thing, you got thing, it, right. do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then it just kind of starts from that organically, but it it definitely. The like I say on on recently like Hit Boy is like the sun in the solar system. We all mm. big planets, but we all moving around. I like that. the sun. I like Feel that. Me? Now,
2: hold on. You you brought up uh the Benny the Butcher uh yeah. project um over the limit. Yeah, it's the name of the song, and I felt like when when I heard that yeah. it was like oh Dom in a different. It, it felt it it was good to see you in a different pocket Yeah, like in a, just in a different yep. like vibe or whatever absolutely um so that was also a hit boy connection with Benny yeah for sure and then when you did you do you ever feel uncomfortable like you ever do stuff out of your comfort zone and you be like you know it's out of your comfort zone or are you comfortable on everything
1: Um. if you hear me on something i'm pretty much comfortable with it but it is times where it's like maybe i'm just trying it Got just it. to give people because like it might spark a, a better idea Right. You know what I'm saying? But I think pretty much everything I'm trying to think of, what, like, what's the last time I hopped on a song like man, it'd be all type of wild stories. Like people like Brandy come through. You know what I'm saying? That's and right. you never hear like songs <laughs> yeah. or sessions, you yeah. know, because you were Hit boys. So it's like everybody Everybody wanna come through the studio. You never know on any given day who might come through. So it's like it may be times where it's like you might not mesh with all the artists in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like a young kid like Trippy Red might come through. Mm-hmm. You know, and he'll know who everybody is. But it's very unlikely that Dom Kennedy gonna do it's a Trippie joint Redd. with Trippy Red. You know, right now or right. two months ago when when we meet. But it's still always love. You know what I'm saying?
2: Now, would you would you would that be uncomfortable for you? Probably doing a Trippy Red song or something. I mean, like? yeah. I think I
1: I work best with people that. You know, we have something in common.
2: Got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? Something, something
1: in common. You know, it's very but never hard. say never though. Never. No, nah, I don't. I don't because it's it's people that, you know, come out from Blast, for instance. Facts. I had no relationship to Blast. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about him about his up coming up oh, process word. or okay. none of that. You know, um, J305 brought him to meet me one day and told me like he is the truth. Next time I saw Blast, he had a song for me. It turned out to be Got It All. Yeah. You feel me? And I just I'm just applying what I know best at the time and trying to make it work, you know? Yeah. And then I see it after and I'm like, oh shit, you know, bro's a little mini genius with it. You blast. know what I'm saying? I'm glad I was on my right, shit. Right, right, You know right, what I'm saying? Hell yeah. And paying
2: attention. And you know? I saw you come out of a, a blast show too. That yeah. was dope. Like t- yeah. I, I like um I like that you, you know, you do you always have been somebody that extended your hand. Like, yeah. always. I've, I've never... Even going back to West Side Love, the first one. Yeah. Like, you and Casey relationship has always been solid. Thank you, man. Um, yeah. it just, it, I'm, the reason I'm giving you them props is because a lot of artists don't do that. Once yeah. they established and they, they got yeah. their shit going, they just right. be like, all right, I'm good.
1: Right. I think it's a fair thing, and then it's like that's what the industry might want them to do or expect them to do, you know? And yeah. a lot of people look at it different ways. Some people think you should embrace your homies or your neighborhood or your culture and bring them up with you. You know, we've all seen those stories, and then other people think, like, they might be the people holding you back, right? Yeah. So you kind of got to do the industry shit to, yeah, to right. get where you need to go. And it's like, I don't think that one is better than the other or more important. I think you have to do what's best for you. But me personally, I couldn't imagine, like, putting out anything or rising to any level without, Bringing some people with me that and you said really know me, you know, and absolutely. really I've collabed with, you know,
2: on from the on, bottom on um respect my mind, yeah. Judas in the Black Messiah soundtrack. Yep. You Shout said to Archie Davis. You said yeah. if I can't score, I'm gonna get an assist. Yeah, amen. And I just believe in that, bro. Yeah. I got that too from um uh, from Charlemagne, my my brother, my big brother, Charlemagne. He yep. He, he, he said he lead the league in assists. Like, giving yeah. people them lives, yeah. giving them looks. That's important. Bringing people out at your shows, bro. You've been important. doing that shit the whole time.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. It's important, you know? It's important, man. It's extremely important. Um, shit. It go back to day zero with me. Like, the first rapper that ever embraced me or ever even talked to me, honestly, was Ice-T. Really? Really? And that meant a lot to me because wow. he's from around the way. Yeah. From South Central. Hell you know, yeah. Crenshaw High School. You know, he told me his whole story about his on living in View Park. You know what I mean? When he came out, you know, so it's like that meant a lot to me. And that showed me, like, because I grew up, you know, Ice-T was a big time MTV star. He wasn't no, like, local. Nah, he been a celebrity the whole time. The whole time since I was, could open my eyes. So it was like, I I try to remember how that feels. So it's like when the younger dudes now reach out to me or anybody, and especially if I see they serious about that L.A. business and they art, It's almost an
0: honor to like Support them. Yeah, that's you know what, what I'm up, saying. Bro. It's an honor for me to support them. So, so what about the the current roster of OPM right now? Yeah, who, who, who's on the roster? What's what's going on? With um, OPM?
1: shit. Dom Kennedy, J305, Nico G4, mm-hmm. Aisha Monet, and we got some new artists. Honestly, man, I appreciate you asking. I don't want to jump the gun too too far, yeah, but yes. we got some new artists coming out. Oh you know? shit, In 2022. Yeah, some big some big great music that y'all gonna really love that I've been working on. You know, planting seeds for, but um, you know, it's just time. But the the timing thing. The
0: reason why I ask because I, I see you—you've obviously grown throughout the years. You yeah, know, you got your executive you. producer hat on too. So yeah, we'll talk about you. that in a second. But you know, what do you look for when when you're looking to either sign an artist yeah. or just kind of help develop? Like, yeah. what, what's what's on Sincerity,
1: your mind? Sincerity, integrity. You know, and just an ear for, like, how I was kind of trying to describe earlier about an ear for stuff outside of the norm. You know, it's easy to get up there and repeat everything you've heard Mm -hmm. recently. You know, and shout out every brand you heard somebody else shout out and, you know, all of that. We all know all of that. But for me, as a true connoisseur and lover of rap as a genre, like, it's to me, I know for a fact it's about the information. Mm. If you're not giving people no vital information that they don't know or that they feel like they could learn from you or about you, about your circumstances that you came out of, it's really not that important. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm looking for always, like, I'm paying attention. Like, what are you really saying? You do, know what I'm saying? Do you feel
0: like all artists have that or, or no. develop that out the no. gate? No.
1: I think that, do all artists have that? Or, I think that, no, they... and. No, they don't, and few of them ever get it mm. at all, if they ever do.
0: The reason why I say that is because some, some artists could have potential. They have talent, right? But yeah. they, don't, they don't hit that. And I'm, I want to ask, when did you develop that? When did you realize, like, damn, I have to actually say something? Yeah, You know what
1: I'm saying Shit immediately You know I wasn't really A rapper Mm -hmm. And I didn't come in the game Meaning saying like I wasn't I didn't grow up like Oh I want to be on the radio Or like That (laughs) wasn't my dream As a kid You know what I'm saying To be honest with you So by the time I I really got To figuring out What I was going to do And what position I could play in this that was all I had to lean on. I didn't have a marketing budget. I didn't have a label. I never, I still don't. You know, so I have to lean on substance and, like, connect connecting to fans and telling them about real stories and mm-hmm. working with real producers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not a coincidence. It's a conscious decision. You know why I do all of that. You know what I'm saying? Because I have to. That's the only edge That I have You know right. Is my music And the sincerity That I put in it So I didn't really And anytime I wasn't The results show Spoke for themselves. You know what I'm saying yeah. as simple as that Like As simple as that Like When I'm at my, operating At my best I'm one of the best Just like anybody else When you not You not yeah. You know? also
2: think that it's dope because you brought up um, working with the best producers. Like a lot of people hide their producers. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people tuck the producer in the studio, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, I'm oh, man. I'm the nigga. I you. But you you like really always you always give it up to Hit Boy, Mike yeah. And Keys, yeah. Like, shout to, yeah. You had them yep. all in the Nabi video. yeah.
1: He's a new producer I used twice on the album. Yeah. shout out to Lee. Yeah,
2: yep. you know Oosley. what I'm saying. Yeah, like you always make sure that you give your producers credit yeah. and props and shit yeah. like that, and that's dope. And you had everybody in the video too. Yep. John
1: G, another one I found recently, last couple years, man, yeah. Um, I love the music. I love the music, you know what I'm saying? And um, I've been fortunate enough to have worked with a lot of the greats before they was great. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. So I could honestly say that it doesn't really affect me that you're not, quote-unquote, a celebrity or great considered today because I know what you could be tomorrow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm never hesitant or scared to, to say, you know what? come on, I'll work with you, you know, because I know it only take one record, one instance, one thing to, like, change your whole fortune. And it's like, oh, you the hottest person that ever did it. But before, you know, nobody cared two weeks ago. You know, I've seen that happen five, eight, 12 times, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, in the game with household names. So it's like I know that it starts from
2: within, you know. What's something that's happened to Dom Kennedy that, that made you like like what's the old shit moment that diamonds had over the in the life? rap game in the rap game yeah I, I, outside of the iced tea thing shit man
1: it's been a lot man i fa- i found out recently that you only own your songs even somebody like me right i did my whole career to be a ceo and to own my masters but technically i only own them i think it's 175 years mm-hmm. after the day i die Mm-hmm. Get out of here I never knew that mm-hmm. So it becomes public domain So anybody could perform my songs after that yep. For free and don't have Damn. to pay me or my family You know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand that when I first started And how like serious things like that are You know mm-hmm. But now so, I do That was a big, a big That was <laughs> an oh shit On the business side Um, Man but just it was like
2: just somebody tapping in with you Or somebody that like saying they fuck with your music Somebody yeah. reaching out to you Bringing you out Like anything yeah. like
1: Man, I don't know, man. Damn, it's hard to say. I've had a lot of them, not too many. I met Mary J. Blige years ago. That was big for that was me. Big. You know what I'm saying? Just growing up in in the '90s, you know, as a kid, yeah. '90s baby, just of all that culture that we had, you know, and have seen your mom buy a Mary J. Blige album, then <laughs> meeting somebody like that where you never thought like you would be even shaking somebody's hand like yeah. that on a personal level. Right. You know, and I was just fortunate enough to be there. That was like one of the first ones early on I remember where I was like kind of like starstruck I was about to ask
2: you, have you ever been starstruck?
1: That shit, that was probably the the one of the times for sure, but nah, not really other than that. Uh uh. You be happy to meet people, but nah, not really. Not really too much. You know, the stars, all the stars is in the streets, man. I know all of them, you know.
2: I wanna read you a a tweet from Don Kennedy and I want you to break it down for me. Yeah. Uh, Y'all be looking Y'all be looking to see how much is sold i just be listening to hear some real shit
1: Oh yeah 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 That just means like You know and again this goes back to Before I was an artist right People will come They'll tell you oh they like this Cause it sold this or it did that Or it's all over and then it's like Alright well rap the song for me mm. <laughs> You feel what I'm saying? People forget that. That hurts people' feelings a lot. But a lot of things that people promote, if you just say, "All right, well, tell me what's good about it," or don't don't play the song, just rap it for me. Like when I, we used to have to come outside and we would say, "So and so's our favorite rapper," you know, the homie like Mob Deep they, they used to have to rap the words. Yeah. Bone Thugs and Harmony, right, you feel right. me? You had to know they song for Close you to be like you. you yeah. supporting it and you promoting it. So it's like all a lot of the stuff people promote. It has no substance. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of where it comes from. And it's like, I don't really look at none of it like what, what, how successful it is. I'm looking at it like from an artist standpoint, like how much information are they giving up? You know what I'm saying? That I didn't know previous. How hard are they going? You know, I've been listening to everybody's album since L Cool J, probably 88, 89, till today. So it's yeah. like... I could argue about music too. You know what I'm saying? I make it. I don't argue about it, but I know what people put out. You know what I'm saying? If I listen to it one time, I know what you say. I know what you, you know what I'm saying? To- hey, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you don't gotta oversell it to me. Just wrap the
2: words. All right. You feel one. me? We'll find out everything. Right. <laughs> Reading two to three books at the same damn time. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. in the books? I am.
1: A little bit. I wasn't when I was younger, but I am for sure now. I'm not really a super self-help guy, but I like to read a lot about why. I guess it's about, for me, why things are how they are. Like, I like to know how did we get to this space, you know? So I won't read the, like, America book about right now, about how it started when, you know, Bush dad and now and Bill Clinton. I'm going to read, like, how did even George Washington get into the spot? right. Right. The first one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah. like, how did like tell me everything to that date. Got you. That's what I Mm -hmm. need to know, you know, because that's going to tell the true story and paint the picture of, like, how we got here, you know? And so in school, I wasn't really, like, a real great student, but what I found is after it is things that I like to know about, it's just not the stuff that they might force on you or want you to know, you know? You got to find out certain info on your own. So those is the type of books that I'm more into, you know?
2: Got you. I know you a big sports fan. I'm gonna read you this last tweet and you and you and you explain break this down for me. Yeah. Don't let the uniform fool you. Y'all know that boy Russ with the activity. <laughs> 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 hashtag real LA niggas. Yeah. Hashtag TMC. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. was on that type of time. When, that, when, when them pictures yeah, came man,
1: out. Ah uh, man, I just, you know, that was that was when uh he got thought thaw- the popcorn thrown on him. Oh Yeah, okay. see, that was previous. To that, what you thought, talking about nah, <laughs> that was previous. So one night I'm watching Sports Center, you know the rap life. You come home late, you might turn on the TV, and I'm like, you know, I I seen Russ. I just did a, a Jordan um, thing, um, some with him downtown for mm-hmm. Jordan, one of his shoe launches. Yeah, you know, so I know he a solid dude. You know, Jesse Owens Park, all of that. All of you that. You feel me? So I see the du- I see him in Philly on ESPN, and they throwing popcorn, and he hot, yeah. and yeah. I'm Damn knowing how he coming cause yeah. he from LA. So I'm like. <laughs> Oh, that's a tough <laughs> feeling. I don't know how I would act if my grandma was watching me and somebody threw popcorn it'd on me. It'd be malice in the
2: palace, man. <laughs> <laughs> Woo.
1: It'd be. It'd be Ay, taking it would have been stands. hard to get me out of that arena that night, boy. <laughs> For real. For real. Think, I you, felt bad for him. Not in a bad... You know, I know he getting paid in here professional, but, you know, we men, though.
2: Yeah. We men, pay,
1: though. You life. know, and you can't... You know, that's assault and disrespect on a high level, you know, to think that just because you paid to see a game that you could do that to somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just him being from L.A., I know he probably wanted to say stuff and go on a rant, but again, having a job, he can't careful. do it. So yeah. I just was like, man...
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of get throw off. Rest. Shout out real like, quick. Yeah, Let this exactly. off. Yeah. Do you think that people have unrealistic expectations for entertainers, athletes, shit like that? Because like what you just said, like yeah. like you doing a show, yeah. you sold out at the Palladium, yeah, somebody and by somebody's you. being throwing drinks at you, and right. shit. Like yep. at some point, it's yep. like, all right, stop the music. Hold yep. up, now nah, you got me fucked up. That shit
1: happens, man. Especially like if you're doing a festival or like a show where it's multiple people, right? And then it might be a whole five hundred people on this side that's waiting for the person after you or before you, and this Ooh. and that. Like I didn't that happen. I didn't been in shows before with myself and people in the front. They like I'm waiting to see so and so. You know what yeah. I mean? Wu Tang Clan. Let's just say. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they ain't really. But I think that um yeah definitely man, it's definitely a a, a expectation that. A celebrity won't put hands on you. Facts. But they will, though. (laughs) Certain ones will. You know what I'm saying? Multiple hands. You should operate and act like that and know that, you know, those are real people with real families, with real responsibilities, with Mm -hmm. real self-esteem, you know, for themselves that it's like, you know, you say something, you spit on there, you throwing something Something on there, don't be surprised if somebody jump over the rope. You know what I mean? and and get out and choke something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Whatever. You you so calm, bro. When is the last time you've just lost your shit?
1: Man, let me think. That's a good question. The last time I probably I ain't never seen it. it. It's hard to give. Man, I didn't seen a lot. Man, I didn't seen a lot. (laughs) Man, just in L.A. in general. Not even nothing to do with the rap game. I'm trying to really give y'all a real perspective, man. Probably like something dumb. Okay, I remember last time uh we was leaving King's Disease 2 mm-hmm. in Hollywood listening party. And this parking attendant, dude, <laughs> he was just, he was tripping. Like he said something crazy disrespectful, like to the point where he was like thought we was trying to, we tried to mess up the machine because we didn't want to pay. Mm. And I'm like, I thought about it, and then he came <laughs> down and I looked at him and I was like, man, and they was like telling me, get, just get in the car, just get in the car type deal. And I'm like, man. Nah. This ain't right, you know what I'm saying? Like we gotta do better. And I, I, I definitely lost it that night. If somebody <laughs> would have filmed it. They would have been like, "Dang, tripping on the
0: wait." So on did the you, parking you, attendant. you? You went bad on him, like? Man, bad. I
1: didn't. I didn't put my hands on right, him. But you I mean, know what like I'm like saying? I know how yeah, you felt verbally. for sure. For sure. To the point where, like, he had a mask on, so I could just see his eyes. And he was like, <laughs> he was standing up straight, and he was like, because I was just was letting him know, like, how you tried to do us wasn't really cool. And a lot of people get away with things. Right. I think that's what bothers me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they think. Like you just supposed to, you know, walk loud. it off or whatever and let them disrespect you and right. then just keep going. And it's like sometimes I just don't be feeling that. It's the principle. I don't be feeling that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like if I do ever switch over and st- and just have to, you know, get it, get out of character a little bit, it's because usually people trying to take advantage of, of me yeah. or somebody I know. Yeah. And I'm just like, nah. you know, I'm a nice dude, but I'm not that I'm not nice because I want you to take advantage of me. You know,
2: right? Well, sometimes a victory slap is necessary, man. For <laughs> real, man. <laughs> you know, facts, facts. Uh, facts. you also said support your local Ethereum. I always fuck that word up. Ethereum, 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 you had Ethereum. It right? Yeah. Ethereum, right? Yep. So you big Ethereum. in crypto?
1: I'm not big in it. I won't claim that I'm big in it. I got about got your got your toe in it. Yeah, exactly. I got some little change in there. I don't know what people consider change nowadays in a pandemic. So but do you I know what you're doing, like with the crypto, or you? Um, once I kind of understood it, you know, the couple of the homies, they put me up on it, gave me the rundown. Because I'm a type of person I got to overstand it and know what's going on really Back. to support it or to be out here trying to tell somebody else what to do with it. Right. Um, once I did that, I was okay making a nice little soft initial investment. I didn't definitely done doubled. If I look at my crypto joint, we could look right now. You want to see? see. Don't show, probably, show me. Don't show Yeah, them. I'm not going to show y'all, <laughs> but we could see. I started with, you know nice little chunk of change and I probably like doubled up at my money right now let I don't me, really check it all the, I don't really check it all the time let me see hit that It should load up if it load up the service oh yeah up. you got no service in this motherfucker yeah oh, wait, but that's usually goes. where it pop up at it should pop up in a minute yeah and it'll tell you what it is so that's how many shares I got buys texting me yeah nah
0: you got you got multiple up, or you I just just see. just yeah. Ethereum it, itself? Just or? Ethereum.
1: Okay. I only I only bought Ethereum. That got there. Go. Oh, that got me to run down on the Ethereum. Oh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just went all in Ethereum. Got and it. at the time, they was like, "Wow, that's" because they were selling Bitcoin and yeah, saying nah. Ethereum was an altcoin. Nah. But in my brain, I I just calculated like Ethereum was my best oh, bet yeah, to own a, a whole a, a, a whole yeah. Coin, yeah, if that's that's the right term. So I just said, give me all Ethereum, and I'll just let's see what happened. And that was about, damn, when was that? Maybe not even a year ago. Oh yeah, like like February. Really, it had a couple jumps. Yeah, Yeah. hell Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was like February. So I didn't watch it go up, down, almost (laughs) a triple. Yeah, then back down closer to my start. Now I'm a little what over double what I started with. So. It's cool. Eventually, I'll take something out, but it wasn't my goal to, like, sit there and play with it every week or, like, month to month. I just kind of wanted to ride the wave and be in the know about what's going on and have some stake in the game, you who, know? Who introduced you to crypto? Um, uh, Man, my homie Jamal Boykins, man, L.A. artist. Not an artist. L.A. native, I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, X Hooper. I think he went to Duke and Cal and stuff. He he worked with Nip, actually, and Sam, man, and put them up on the crypto years ago. Yeah. So if y'all on the internet space and into crypto, he did a little tutorial with me. So shout out to the homie Jamal, man. Suck, and we posted it on... Uh, on IG so it should probably be up somewhere probably somebody put it on YouTube and uh, it's real informative man because what I want to do is I want to share what he was teaching me with the fans and with people that so they know like why I'm posting this and they had a chance to you know bet with
2: you it's like gambling time. with somebody yeah. exactly in yeah. real time if I'm
1: making money you mm-hmm. had a chance to make money and know and we'll be transparent about it
2: I like that then you um, and also uh, you brought up um, Nip Because I remember When we had him on the show He was talking heavy About the crypto And mm-hmm. like, exactly. he, he was way up Way the, ahead Like he was So him
1: and Jamal Was working years ago yeah. Right Years ago When Nip was going to Amsterdam And shit like that Like so he was company, He yeah. was talking And explaining the game To Black Salmon That's why I Nip and Black Salmon That's why I wanted Him to explain it to me, but on camera. yeah, So, so that other people, everybody could yeah, understand what it right. was because a lot of people, they just d- can't fuck with it because they don't know. right? And I was like that too. It's like, I want to understand it, but until I
2: know, I can't just give you $100 Facts. and be like, <laughs> right, put right. it on that, you Facts. know? Now, um, also, I want to, I remember talking to some people in Texas and their first introduction to you, it was like, I don't know if, what part of Texas, but their first introduction to you was on Double Up. Right, with, with, with bro, right, and it was just like they was like, damn. I, so they start going through all your back catalog yeah. and listening and shit. Yeah, um, and I just I I thought that was so dope. Yeah, because not only not I mean every, like, everybody know you know your relationship with with nip, but I thought it was dope that even beyond him gone, he's still introducing. Man. You and other people. Man. Like to, to this to, day.
1: Yeah. To this day. To this very many right now, man. For and sure. I think
0: I think that's just it's something magical it's about it. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got it's chills brilliant. when we were talking about we were on the radio the night. Was it was it Kobe Supremes?
2: Uh, yeah. Street Legend. Yep. Listen
0: listening party. Yeah, I DJed that. Yeah. And it was the the, was the the night, was it Nipsey's birthday? It was right? Nipsey's birthday, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that. He wasn't even sure that you was going to be there. He just mm-hmm. happened to see you yeah. in the corner. He was like, oh, man, I'm going to just take this moment to play. Yeah. You know, check yeah. it out, man. Classic. Man, and Classic I seen the footage LA. of that. I'm just like, yo, that a moment. Classic Great moment. Shout out
1: to Copy Supreme yeah. for sure.
2: The um the, That song, did y'all make that song together? Yeah. All yes, three of y'all in sir. the yeah. studio? Yeah. Okay, and I had a picture of it. It was hilarious. That was one of the best days ever, man. But, yeah, we all made it together at 1500 Spot in Inglewood. Word. Yep. Yeah. And then um, and double up. Did y'all make that song together too? That was one. Okay, so in the
1: process of Nib making an album, and um, you know us knowing each other for years, and then it got to like our right, victory lap. It's, it's, fun, it's time it's, to he go. He hit the finish line, and um, he 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 hit me up to come to one of the sessions at Paramount, right? And so that was the last song he had. Yeah, that he loved. Yep. that he had a verse on that he felt like could make the album and he said this is it like I'm a, you know and he played it for me and I went in the booth you know what I'm saying and and um he had his part the beat obviously was all there belly part bridge wasn't on there yet but nip verse was on there and I was like oh this is it turn you, the mic on you know what's you interesting know what I
2: mean? and the reason why that song is special uh also because shout out to Mars and Mike and Keys too yep. and and the whole 15 um you know family but I remember the homie's low key complaining because Nit would play that song over and, oh, over, right. and right. over and right. over and like that, and it's like, cuz that's all he listening to. Niggas <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah, laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. would be so mad. It's that soulful rap, man, that speak to your soul. You know what I'm saying? That comforts you. You know, yeah. I think a lot of the, you know, from from in my humble, you know, perspective, being an LA baby and knowing, you know, my mom's generation, my uncle, you know, on down to me and now, you know, my son, like. That's one of them songs that if you really from L.A., if you got any love for L.A. or any spent any significant time, like, it's a part of your heart. You know, mm-hmm. people really love it, like, all generations. You know, they understand that song, the things that said, the music even, you know, the comfort in it. I think that that's one of them great songs,
0: you know? You you said uh, a second ago that the Check Me Out session was one of the best days of your life. Can you explain yeah. why?
1: Man, it was just, you know, grinding it out with the hummies. Yeah. You know, me and Nip, we up until that point, Kabi, you know, Mike and Keys, we had worked before. Mm -hmm. You know, like, history, like, that's a big moment. But we had worked for, like, maybe two years, a year and a half Mm -hmm. before that song ever came out. So we was trying to figure it out. You know, we wanted to make special music, you know, for the city that made an impact. Mm -hmm. We wanted to. Like, we used to talk about it. That's why we were showing up. And um, I felt like on that day it all came together for us. Like, everything they teach you, everything they tell you about brotherhood, about working together, about, you know, having confidence in what you could bring to the table. You know, even me just starting the song off, but knowing, like, this is a song for Nip. You know what I'm saying? Like, it all just... And then Kabi, like, I got some. You know what I'm saying? And we like, what? (laughs) But we like, do your shit. And then, you know what I'm saying? It's like... Even last week I be no show performing that and it's like it's all relevant, it's all still perfect, you know? And knowing that I was there on the day when it was created, it's just like one of the best days of your career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Easily like because that's the you know, you go, you might go ten years, you know, but them ones where you really had them good days, I that's what, that's what sticks out in your in your mind, you know?
2: Um also Um, where does When I Come Around rank for for, for you because in LA that's one of them that's one of them ones like where does that rank for you personally
1: man at the top you know um, I love you know music is a funny thing man like literally you could like some people will trip and be like you know you like every song you did this but every song is a mood and just like every day you know every day you don't feel like when I come around you don't feel like this you don't feel like that but when it comes to, like, that type of song, you know, it's like Dom Kennedy at his finest, especially in those days because That's it's from just the West, talking uh, West Side shit. too, right? Yeah. yeah, it's just going for broke on a mic with a fly little beat. Jay Pounds made it. I didn't J-Pounds. even know Jay Pounds at the yeah. time. That yeah. was what was crazy. I got the beat from another artist who just suggested that I fuck with it, and then when it came out, I linked up with Jay Pounds, but... It was just a great timing, you know what I'm saying? And me just trying to show, like, what L.A. rap is really about in my eyes or what we could do in my
2: eyes, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the ones, bro. Yeah, appreciate it. That's one of the ones.
1: I always get a great response since day one. I remember doing that song, I got to say, a cappella. So I always felt good about it. Yeah, I remember being on tour. I would do college shows, specifically Georgetown. I remember having a show, doing a whole set, and then being like, look, I got some new shit coming and spitting that acapella and they went crazy and I threw the mic and I was out and I, and I knew then, I knew then like, yo, this is going to be crazy when it come out. You, just because you, of what I was saying, like I'm talking about three minutes just, and they just listening go, like, man. oh, you know what I'm saying Did you pay
2: for them White people's mic That you threw And broke it <laughs> Nah I
1: don't even know If I broke it But I threw it <laughs> down Cause there was Nothing else to do You know what right. I mean Like boom 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 Just, just, just when shit. I come around Boom, boom. And they yeah. just went crazy At the end Like damn yeah. No beat No nothing And I was like That was one of them Days again Where it's like You kinda turn a corner you know what I'm saying in the artistry, in the art game, in the rap game, where it's like, damn, I really did something they with this. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They feel me, they hear me, mm-hmm. they see me. You know what I'm saying? And and again, I was way out of town on the East Coast, quote unquote, and they was like feeling it. So I knew, like, going in to that whole situation that like it was gonna be good. You know, I just I didn't know it was gonna be classic, classic like how it is now at every house party, any. Function, Bro. I gotta perform it. Bro, it's gonna go crazy. That's the like, one you
2: did at blast show, exactly. That and the, they request that. That's the one they want. That's that's, the one they and want. And they
1: request that exactly. Yeah. Now the
2: younger artists,
1: it's just part of like the activities when it's when it comes to LA. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's what means the most as an artist. You know, to just be able to provide those moments authentically is yeah. like what it's about. No matter you know what year, what song, what
0: B. It's like that's why I do this. Does your son know who, do, know who Dom Kennedy is, or are you still oh, yeah. his dad? Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah, for
1: sure. What he wears my shirts to school and he all, be talking all of that. His shit up. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a he's a music you know lover himself, but yeah, he definitely knows what I do. He always has. He's been at majority of my shows. He was in my type of party video as a yeah. probably he was two years old, one yeah. and a half at the time, you know. So he's kind of grown up in OPM. Yeah. You know what I'm saying through the arts through the albums, through the artists, you know, through the merch. Like, he's seen all of it, you know what I'm saying? I don't groom him to take over, but I tell him, like, you know, you're going to inherit this. Yeah, at least to, at least a portion of it, you know, you're going to be responsible for it. So I try to expose him to as much day-to-day activities as I can.
0: Do you, do you let him discover music on his own, or do you kind yeah, of like? I do. Got it.
1: I don't even play him songs no more or nothing. If I ever did, like, I don't talk to my family or people about music. Really? Yeah, I learned that from Tim Tebow. That might be weird, but you can wow. learn things from people. I heard Tim Tebow say because I got to the point even like the where head I'm, yeah the uh, the uh, even like what head was saying about like being critical right of me or, and things like that, and that's that comes with the job, you know what I'm saying? But it but it was a point where I was like, dang, I was a little tired of just all of it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just all of it, just. All, everything and then I remember I was watching something and Tim Tebow was saying how good he used to be as a kid as an athlete and then he said his mom got to the point where it was like she told him like don't talk about sports don't let that be the thing you talk about mm. right and he said it had a great impact on him so I kind of tried to start adopting that like a couple years ago and it worked for it's good for you you know what I'm saying it was good for me at least because it's like I'm way more than that. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to go around like, yo, let's talk about From the West Side of Love 3. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> Because that is what it is. Worlds. And when I have a game on that, we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But it's not important to be like, start every conversation or, you know, about rap, about music. And it just allows me to, when I get to that time, to be able to just focus on that. And then when I'm not, you know... Talk about the writers, or
2: yeah, you know the what type
1: of champagne, or the, yeah, the Dodgers, or whatever we want to talk right. about. You know what I'm saying? Or that. crypto. You know what I mean? It's like that's kind of how my brain works in it. So when you say about my son and like people, like, nah, I'm not, I'm not trying to play people demos or like force them to. You know, if you heard Valet on the album and you like it, that's what's oh, up. Yeah. You'll you'll play. You'll tell me, but I'm not finna make it a point to like sell force you or sell you to. You know, listen to nothing that I got going on Because that's not what it's about
0: what, what, Who's his favorite artist?
1: My son? Yeah. I don't know You have to ask him now, man I don't know he Trippy doesn't... Red. Nah, he's not that type of kid <laughs> But I'm saying
0: you um, kind of have an idea of the taste yeah, of music he, That he's into He listens into though, right? to
1: whatever's like, you know, popular at the time Like, you know, he probably goes through his Drake phase. He listens to a lot of Dom Kennedy You got know you. what I'm saying? Like, whatever is out and new and good at the time He's on it He's a kid Let me ask so, you a question
2: he be, listens to that. You being a, a, a real connoisseur of music, because you're yeah. a real music connoisseur. Yeah, and you love the music. Yeah. Not saying no names, but would it break your heart? Yeah. If your son' favorite rapper was whack, like I'm talking about garbage, <laughs> mean, hey, Dad, would just, that destroy just you? Nah. Would that destroy you internally? Just nah. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Nah, like, not I'm at all. About he want to go yeah. to all the shows. Right, he got nah. all the merch. Like, see, that's the,
1: that's what he's yet to do. He see, it's hard to gauge because I say that, but he's not really a fan because he knows just what people market to him and play to him and what he hears.
2: I'm talking about as he grows up. No, as he
1: grows up, right? Exactly, man. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> Would that
2: eat you up though?
1: Like probably maybe <laughs> a little bit you know what i'm saying if it's like, like you know super what, wide yeah like, I, got to, I got you i got you thinking about handing you the keys over so to you, you like you know right, right. I try my best, you know, to tell Kick him who the door who, who like the real that. is. You yeah. know, I remember the first time he seen Nas and I make sure, like, go shake his hand. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like That yeah. to rub Yeah. Like I make a point to point out like who's who and who he need to be knowing, even yeah. if he don't know, because it's historical. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he's a kid, so it's like he might not look and be like, Oh, Nas, that's what's up, but as he gets older and sees, like, what really goes on and understands the whole game, mm-hmm. he he appreciates it more because then I'll be able to point it out. Like, you see dude on the commercial? That's the dude. Who we, we was at the studio with here, yeah. boy. You know what I'm saying? And then he starts to understand it.
0: You know what I mean?
2: Gotcha. A lot better.
0: I got to ask you, each time we we interact, every, every time we talk, I, mean, I, I, admire, I admire you as a father. Right? Yeah. So... Again, just an updated dad advice from Dom Kenny. What, yeah. what advice could you give? Not only myself, but other yeah. fathers out there as, you know, you, yeah. you, you progress as being... Man, as be
1: honest with them and, and tell them stuff that you wish somebody told you. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know? That's how I try to do it with my son, with the little homies, with, every, with the rap game. You know, if it's something that I slipped on or, you know, something I overlooked, I try to just be honest about it, you know, and, and tell them things because not because I did, I, I made a mistake, but because... I didn't maybe didn't know better, mm-hmm. or maybe didn't have nobody that was a Dom Kennedy before me to tell me like, you know what, you should pay more attention to this, or you should do something like this. So I try to, you know, when it comes to my son, I just tell him the things I wish that I knew.
2: Got it. What's your biggest your age? What's your biggest regret in the music industry?
1: Biggest regret in the music industry. Hmm. Now as I get a little bit in this stage, I I wish I would have worked even more with producers. Like I didn't, I you know everybody looks at artists as being like the thing, the thing you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's really the producers and the writers. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's the producers and the writers you and really. If you again. really really look at it, yeah. you know. And um, uh, I earlier early on, I should have had better relationships with the producers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel because that. whenever again, whenever it's going good, even as a great rapper, it's more so is is. Going a lot better because of the production is a lot better, right? Facts. And and when it's not, the music is a little bit slower. The things is a little bit foggy. It's not as clear as it could be, right? Right. So it's like I feel like as a as a CEO now, I'm way more focused on that aspect of it—the production and the songwriting side. Before it was like get in the game, get in the game. You know what I'm saying? Get do your tour, popularity. You know all the things that. You wanna see in your 20s and you know, in your early career, now it's like you see it's way more to it. Yeah. But but other than that, I can't really say that I have too many. That's you know what I'm up. saying? that's like, a good thing. Yeah. All the people that I work with, that I collab with, that I embraced, you know, I'm proud of. Um, I don't really I don't really have too many regrets or none that I could really think of. You know, all the deals that was presented to me that I walked away from, some, you know, maybe That I did do, you know, in terms of sponsorships. Like, I don't regret none of that.
2: Not at all. Now, we got um, something called the Homegrown Head Scratcher. Yes, sir. Okay, these are elementary school test questions. (laughs) Even if you don't know the answer, you have to guess because our listeners are going to call and see if you got it right or wrong, and they they could win stuff on the radio. Okay. So, even if you don't know the answer, just you still got to guess. Yep. All right. So, ready for the first one? Yes, sir. You being a sports fan, here you go. What is the total amount of players on a baseball team on the field at one time? 9. Nah. Okay, that was easy, right? Yes, sir. All right, cool. <laughs> I got to know that. Yeah. Mickey Mouse's shorts are what color? <laughs> <laughs> red? Is that your final answer? Yeah, red. Final answer. Boom. Yeah. Okay. See, so these are easy. Yeah, like, oh, you had me double getting I'm like, wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm know, trying to picture. I'm like, he know, black and white. Right. I know.
1: I know <laughs> something red.
2: Yeah, it has okay. to be red. Name the five human senses. <laughs> Damn, <that's> that <laughs> smell, touch, taste,
1: vision. Is that one? I give it to you. Sight. I guess and uh, smell, touch, taste, sight. Damn, what's the last one? <laughs> I don't even know. He said, Damn. Damn, the five. That's not what? Smell, taste, taste. <laughs> I don't know. I'm John. I'm, you got me.
2: You sure? You smell,
1: just guess. Just taste, guess. Taste, taste, I, I don't know. <laughs> Feeling, nigga, you do music. I about to say you do music. Oh, hearing, yeah, 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 yeah. I about to go, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You Man, do music. for real, you literally you, I, do you music. Can't do nothing without that. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. All right. yep. Took it for oh, granted. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Yeah, it's all good. My bad. Yep, hearing. Yep. So is, you got another one. You done? No, that's it. That's it. We, we three. Will, will there be, or do you know at this point is is from the West Side? We love three. The so final, trilogy,
2: or that's a <laughs> trilogy, or, or is it something hey, that you feel? And I'm you... going to
0: say this.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, it's a trilogy right now, but, you know, you never know. I never thought I was going to do a third one until I did a third one.
2: Nigga, like, they dropping the Matrix 4. Right. Thank you.
1: You know what I'm saying?
2: Thank you. It's like, a feeling then. Yep, it's a feeling. Mm.
1: I can't say that it won't never be a part four, but... We're going to enjoy part three right now, you know what I'm saying? And if it happens, I'm sure I'll try my best to make sure it's better than all of them, you know, put together. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't have no plans for that right now to answer your question. But I have thought about it recently just, you know, off the initial response and just being able to make that one. I was like, damn, what I do it for? I've never even thought about no shit like that. Mm
0: -hmm. That would be big, you know? I mean, nowadays, even people... Even when you drop something today, yep. they're gonna ask, what's the next thing coming out? Yeah, always. Same I tell day.
1: all the artists I ever work with that same thing right there. That's, that's the always be that's it. the number one question in the world. New York taught me that. Shout out to New York City. When I did the first the first one, maybe uh-huh. I went out there and I was like in love with it. I thought I had worked my little heart out <laughs> till it was gonna burst. So what's the next one. And as soon as I got to uh the source, I believe it was the source, they were still operating in, in Manhattan. And the first question out the girl's mouth was. So what you gonna do next? And I was like, Damn! I thought y'all spending like, tell me my shit was nice, and I worked hard. What about this? Yeah, exactly. I, I worked, I worked on this for a year, <laughs> and, and that was good because that probably was what led me to do the part two mm. so soon as yeah. I was because uh. I was fortunate enough at a young age in my career. To have that experience, to have something that they wanted to interview me for, right. I just didn't know that they was gonna ask me what I'm, what's my <laughs> next project. <laughs> yeah. But that showed me how ruthless the game is, right. you know what I'm saying, and how that's what's that's what's most important. Your next home run, you know.
2: Now, do you care? I mean, we just had um, Burner Boy up here, yeah, huge international star, and yep. he just won his his Grammy. Does Dom care about accolades, awards? Does Dom give a fuck about any of that? I didn't
1: I- used to. If I ever got one, I guess it would be a testament to all the people that have helped me. Mm -hmm. I do for that reason You know my perspective has changed Gotcha. Not for me But for my grandmother maybe Right. Or for the people that's behind the scenes That worked on my artwork for 10-12 years You know what I'm saying And my homies and younger kids in the neighborhood maybe You know that need to see things like that On a certain level To even believe in it for themselves Mm -hmm. Like I believe in myself I believe in what I contribute to the game But obviously you know you got to hit certain plateaus to ring certain bells to, you know, mm-hmm. get a lot of people to feel good about themselves. And I yeah. feel like that's the energy that comes with that. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of status that comes with that. So if I ever got to that point with any of this, you know, or was recognized for anything, I feel like it would be a testament and a credit to the people that have worked with me and helped me to this point. You I know, like that. And yeah. do you,
2: do you, ha- who? Uh, Who's somebody that you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet? Damn, I just had thought
1: of somebody yesterday and I was like, people always ask me that and I never had nobody to say. And then I'm I don't like, have it ready the next time. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that would be good to work with a for manifestation so-and-so. thing. Yeah. Ah man, fuck, man. I could never remember. But you just got me with one two. And I'm like, I'm trying to remember because I want to say it. But I can't think of it, man. But it's it's definitely people out there that I need to and and, and will like I need that. Yeah, I re, I do really want to work with like somebody even like Anderson Pack, you know, who is a solid, super Hell cool yeah. dude who I've been in studio situations with before, and you know we've never worked on anything like he usually be working on his shit, my shit, and we just vibe in the studio. But that's somebody for sure at some point before it's all said and done that I definitely want to trade you know, lines with on on the record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To give to the fans, to the world for sure. I think it would be special. Some and that's still like some California that. shit. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just love, like, what he contributes, obviously, to his own stuff, the things he does with Bruno Mars, but every time I hear him with a rapper, like, remember he was on Q album some years ago, yeah. and he had a lot of little pieces on there and I really love that album you know what I'm saying so I imagine like in some capacity like that we could for sure get it in
0: that would be dope two yeah. questions two more questions so what do you see the landscape of LA hip hop right now you've you've witnessed it you've yeah. been a fan of it still yeah. a fan of it seen yep. the ups seen the downs seen the yep. dry points contributed yep. to it Yeah, moving forward like when you see these artists that are popping right now and doing their thing what do you think of the the, the landscape of LA hip hop I
1: think LA hip hop um is always going to be at the forefront you know, I think that now, even with the, somebody asked me, Big Boy asked me about the uh, the Super Bowl and what I thought because mm-hmm. Dre and them performing. Yeah, and I yeah. told him like it's 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 great. Like I hope if this is a great game, I I would love to be there yeah. to see the game and to just witness history. You know, from a world view and from a especially L A perspective, because I remember when it was controversial to have a Dr. Dre album. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people was protesting. So now it's like to be on the biggest stage saying you know, what well, we know to be true, songs that we love, you know, celebrating the music we love. Um, I say that to say I feel like the new generation, including myself, the people that are still in it from my generation and then everybody underneath, it's time to, like, create those new moments like that, mm-hmm. you know, those new great albums like that, those new pieces of music like that so that 10, 15 years from now we can still continue with, their, with Snoop and Dre and Eazy-E and people like that. Started for us, DJ Mm -hmm. Quick. You know what I mean? Because things do dry up, you know, and people do go elsewhere, you know what I'm saying? And they forget, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So them having that spotlight this February is just a reminder that it's like they started from humble beginnings. You know, they had multiple situations and starts and stops and do-overs and, you know, compilations and this and that. But it's like the real gonna always stick around, you know what I'm saying? So it's important to be a part of that, you know? Yeah, this, and this. I feel like just the LA genre out now, like they got a great shot at it, but yeah. just gotta keep going. You and know? you
2: know, um Kendrick is performing on that too. Right. And I if I recall it was called uh, She Needs Me. Yeah, the remix. The remix. You and yeah. you, Kendrick, and Merce. Merce. On, to on Merce. She Needs Me Remix. Right. I, yeah. That was the last time you and K Dot worked? No, we he was on Yellow album. The yellow two, album. Okay, on, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We got about two or three maybe songs together. But that was before that was on the that was overly, overly dedicated, dedicated yep. reissue. Probably before they was doing the extended versions yep. of the deluxe. He had that one and put the remix on there. And then he was on, and then I got him on yellow album. Um, you know what I'm saying? Track number three. I yeah. forget the name of it. We Bar big. <laughs> Big. I had a lot of fun doing yeah. shows with that one, letting the crowd do K diverse and all that. You know what I mean? Salute
2: for sure. That'd be crazy. Now, what, now you say you don't really get you don't really get nervous, right? So let's say he called you like Dom. <laughs> come to the Super Bowl. Dom, I'm doing the Super Bowl. We doing "She Needs Me" remix. <laughs> right, right. You nervous? Hypothetically, you nervous?
1: Nah, hell nah. Right,
0: I'ma act a fool. Nah. Get the fuck out of
2: here.
0: I'm nah, I'm a, I'ma lay
1: all my L.A. hats out the night before. <laughs> I'ma pick the so best be one. Them yeah, we with that, that one, my best, the navy blue one, the black one, the black and silver, one, whatever one that's gonna go with the fit. And I'm gonna just show up, man. It'll be me. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't really, I can't really honestly say I get nervous. Not for nothing, but it's just like, it's hard to get nervous just being yourself, Facts. you know, at this point. Like, I'm not acting or doing nothing outside of. You know what I do, yeah. who I am. Except so that it's valet. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 I
1: went outside myself to do the valet. All right, all right. Yeah. But, so, you know, nah, it's not. Nah, I wouldn't be nervous, man. It would be an honor. You know what I'm saying? Shit, even just to watch them do TV, in person, whatever, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so low.
0: All right, and, and the last part, man, and this is kind of doubling up on the, the manifestation, right? Yeah. The year can't end or a year from now you have to do what? And this can be outside of music. It can, just, yeah. it can be personally related. Yeah. Just what, what are the things that you're thinking about like manifesting at this point? You can't end without Dom Kennedy doing what?
1: Man, finishing this new music that I got with a couple of my new artists that yeah. I'm working with, you know, sewing up the 2022 plans. You know what I mean? And um, Things I've been working on. Just got to see them go all the way through, come to fruition. You know what Shut I mean? Buy another piece of property with a studio for the family, for see, the team. See what he did there? That's on my, yeah, you know, Yeah. that's on the top of my list. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. Like, I've done a lot, but it's always new goals, you know? Mm. That's one thing I could I could be a testament to. Like you could get bored in the game when sometimes you do pass up what you think or what the expectations people set for you. But you gotta constantly keep reminding yourself: it's more things to do, mm-hmm. it's more shows to rock, it's more you know stages to hit, it's more radio stations that need to play your music, you know, or people that maybe not fans or not believers of what you did in the past that, you know, you do have something to offer them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't give up on that. Keep going with it, you know? I had to learn that and readjust my goals. You know, every year it's a challenge, you know? But now I just, I wake up early for it. I look forward to it. Right, That's man. what's up.
0: Yeah, well, I know the people are going to enjoy this conversation, man. We appreciate you taking your time yes, as always, yes. bro, and we look forward to the next Next few times, you yeah. know, God willing, bro. Yeah. I'm sitting Kennedy. with the West
2: Side 3 right now. Yeah. yeah, we happy to be here,
0: man. Homegrown
1: Radio, Dom Kennedy from the West Side with Love 3. Man, I appreciate all the fans for just riding with me and stand down, believing in OPM, allowing me just this opportunity, you know, even to press play on my music. You know, I don't take none of that for granted.
0: Yeah, you feel so. me?
1: deal. No deal. You know, platform, I came from putting out music for free in them days when people thought the music business was over, you know what I'm saying? To be honest, so it's like, it's an honor just even to have the opportunity to put something together that people want to even listen to and share. And, you know, they might have real problems in their life, but they sitting back, like, vibing to something that I created, you know? And it's like, that's what I try to think about with this. You know, those is the people that's going to take care of me for sure
0: love it, bro. Keep doing your thing, man. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, Dom Kennedy, Homegrown Radio. Catch y'all next time.